Good morning. It is Friday. Finally Friday. This is Jill of Jill and Deb with the humor with grace and grief. Grief with humor and grace. Whatever we are, we're here. And there's Deb. And it's been a week. How are you, my friend? It's coming out really odd. All right. Maybe back up from the microphone a little bit. And hello. Okay. Hello. Freezing. I shouldn't be freezing. Maybe it's my internet yeah. says it's stable. I'm plugged into all my devices. Huh. Yeah, it's breaking up. Am I breaking up? You are breaking up. Hmm. Yep. Oh, that sounds good. Do Better. I sound good? You sound good. Better. You're still pixelated, but we're okay. Pixelated is an art form now. Hmm. Hi, everyone. Sorry for... Let me call back in and okay. see if that helps, okay? Come back and we'll let you in. We'll chat in the meantime. I hope everyone has had as decent a week as you can. It has been... It's been a lot this week. Um, personally, we lost a family member um, who'd been very sick for a long time. And while it was expected, um, as with all things grief... There's that relief that the illness, which was terrible, is over. And then there's the guilt that I saw happening for some folks that it was over and they were relieved. But honestly, it's okay to be relieved when someone has died after a long and terrible illness. And it's okay to feel sad at the same time. And it's still okay to go outside if you've got sun today and enjoy the sunshine. We bring Deb back in. And then the very next night, we, my business partner's family lost a beloved family member um, who had been, again, impacted by an illness for a very long time. But she was a much beloved member of the family and doted on um, the youngers in the family. And um, I know that they are, again, relieved that she is no longer in the place that she was. But I'm not going to say she's in a better place because they've got this spot that hurts right about here right now, um, which is absolutely normal. So if any of those families are listening, um, please know that our love and our hearts go out to you. And um, you get to feel anything you want to feel and do whatever you need to do and do it your way. Um, I sent wine over to one side of the family last night. And um, the only problem with the first death was our local ice cream parlor was has been closed because that's where we go in our family after someone dies. And in fact, the youngers who are all now over the age of 25 looked at each other and said, we're supposed to go to Farrell's and Farrell's is closed. Now what? Right. So what do you do? So instead, they're going to be making cheesecake this weekend because that's what that family member was known for. So cheesecake lessons are about to commence and that'll be good. And they will laugh and remember and think of all the things that were funny and things that were irritating about the loved one who died. So because that's what you do. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. The funny part was, as I walked up, the hospice nurse was waiting outside her car 
as was the family. And she's like, they said, she wanted to meet you. She knows your name. <laughs> okay, that's weird. I need to go inside right now. <laughs> but we did chat for a bit because in our family, death is a normal part of life and grief is a normal part of life. It really, truly is. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, how are you this morning? How was that for an early monologue? That is just perfect. And thank you. And my heart goes out to your business partner and to any losses that affect even your business and and more. Because it's it's never just affecting one person or even just a nuclear family. It ripples out. It does and, ripple. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so uh, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> feeling better and still I am shooting feeling people. better. You know, I save my colon one day at a time. And mm -hmm. I want to uh, talk about little things for just a moment. And uh, it's sometimes the little things you do for others that as my daughter said and I'll, I'll I'll let me couch the story so yesterday I hadn't heard from my daughter she lives just 20 miles away and I said how's it going she goes oh super stressful week and she named several things and I said is there anything I can do I can listen or I can uh, give advice on so one of those three and she goes now and then i thought about it and i called her i wrote her right back how about if i come over and do your dishes and she said oh thank you so i went over and i did dishes cleaned the whole kitchen about two and a half hours just everything all the scrubby all the scrubby stuff and did you do the fridge no, theirs was pretty clean, actually, oh, right. so I didn't have to do that. But I did inside the microwave. Mm. I did the top of the stove. I did the everything around there. I had her um, her partner sweep. And so, mm -hmm. but anyway, I said, I hope this makes you feel better. And she said, and I love it. She goes, it made life suck less. And, you know, you can't help a problem, but you could make life suck less. And I, I, I was going to start making that uh, a hashtag. You do. this for a friend and say, come to me for other tips. Make, yes. love, make, make life suck less. <laughs> do dishes for a do friend. Do some TikToks with that, my friend. Ah, oh, I know. I'm a dirt runner. And so, you know, what can you do? And I think that's really important. And I took you up on writing a note to the Asian community that runs this restaurant. I don't, I don't know what nationality they really are. I know they're Asian. And so yesterday before I picked up an order, and I've never written a letter like that or a note. And 
I was, part of me was worried about saying the right thing. And then part of me goes, saying nothing at all would be worse. So I started, I said, dear, and I, I, it's China King here in town. And I went, dear China King family, I want you to know my husband and I both support you as a small business and as an Asian community. If you ever feel not safe or need a plan to feel safer, or you need law enforcement because, you know, Deb knows someone. Right. I gave my phone number. Please do not hesitate to call us. You are part of our community here in St. Joe. And I signed my name. And I wasn't there when they read it. I just felt like it needed to be read. Did it make me feel better? Yes, but that's not the purpose. I wanted to know, let them know I care. We care. Daryl and I care. And I, I was a little nervous writing that letter. And, but I did it. And so for those of you out there in our listening audience, if, if you feel the need, you don't have to put it on Facebook. You can write it in Messenger something private, something is one step above nothing. And you are contributing to just one little drop of helping others feel whole and safe. Who doesn't want to feel like that in any kind of loss? And like Jill just wrote, Loss of safety. Oh, loss. I mean, look at people who donate to food banks. You think that's not a loss? Food insecurity is a loss. Um, so it's 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 just important to do what you feel you can do. It doesn't always mean giving money. It might be time to write a note. So yeah, I like what you wrote. Start the ripple showing you care for those facing hard moments. How can you make life suck for them a little less? <laughs> exactly right. You know, yeah. and don't expect an answer. That's the thing, you know, people when you write stuff, they might not be able to get back to you for a few days till they emotionally feel the wherewithal or they might not ever get back to you. That's just how it is. So do be in integrity with yourself with just little, 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 little steps. Yep. Yep. Exactly right. Yeah. Set your expectations at a reasonable place. And that's why we have a uh, grief chat here so that we can openly discuss what's reasonable. And, and if you need help with some of that, we'll be happy to help. Right. Yep. It, it right. takes, it does take a little longer to get something out in the mail these days. 
Well, thank you, USPS. I am grieving the loss of regular mail service. Um, mm -hmm. They even lost the stamps that I ordered by mail. That was like a new low. Who knew? So I've now reordered them um, mm -hmm. from a private company. And we'll see if it, they actually get here. And um, But I, I have a whole raft of cards, and I keep them here. And some are snarky, some are thoughtful, some are sweet, some are just blank, and I can put a note in. But if there's a moment, a card goes out. I've got three of them sitting here waiting for stamps right now because I'm not stepping foot in our local post office. It's not safe looking. But the cards will go. Mm -hmm. So find a way to mark the moments. And if you do something nice for someone who's grieving or in a hard moment, don't wait for a thank you card. You know, thank you cards are, in my humble opinion, for birthdays, holiday gifts, you know, nice things someone does to you, showing up at a book signing, right? Those get thank you cards. And they did. But this whole someone's grieving and you dropped off a casserole you you are not in the iou kind of group right, right? exactly uh it's a community coming together mm -hmm. and you don't have to write a thank you note for that right. and if down the road someone like uh, a lot of times for Jewish funerals, they plant a tree in your honor in Israel. Mm -hmm. Well, the company sends a note, a tree has been planted in honor of whomever died. And I think what's more important is, you know you're doing it because it's the right thing to do. Uh, right. My daughter Make laughs. Mm -hmm. My Go daughter ahead. laughs. My daughter laughs. She goes, someone dies, mom cooks. That's just what it is. Someone dies, and my mom polishes silver. There you go. Right. And then, uh, you know, and people have asked me this, and I just, I just want to say, what, when there is a loss going on in a family, and let's say family members are all spread out except for one, and they're taking care of uh, a family member that has Alzheimer's, okay, or dementia, and the house has to be cleaned or whatever. The people that live 3,000 miles away, they wonder, well, what can I do? I'm so far away. You can pay for a cleaning service so your sibling doesn't have to do it. You could pay just giving them money for meals. You can, there are plenty of things you could do. And now we've got all the home delivery services in the planet. Right. 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 You can send a hot meal if you know the family's going to be home and you have an inkling of how many people are going to be there. Right. Um, or you can send a frozen special treat that they love. There are some exactly. fabulous companies right now. Gold Belly is stalking me now on my all of my social media and um, I'm not Jewish, but the Passover foods that they are sending me look delicious oh. because I search for things Jewish for my family. So, yeah. So you can send an entire Passover meal from New York. Yep. And, and so those are the things 
to think outside the box. What is one, one little thing you can do for somebody that makes life suck a little less? Is it something yeah. they need done? Is it something that reminds them of the person who died? Mm -hmm. Right? Do you, do you need to send a key lime pie because they were Floridian and so you need to, you know, get that key lime pie to Texas or something? What do you need to do that would tell them, I'm thinking about you, I'm remembering the person who died, and mm -hmm. I'd like to make it hurt and suck a little less? Or even if they're not dead, what would, let's say your right. parent has dementia and they always love brisket a certain way, or they loved it from this restaurant. You know what? The family that's there so they don't have to cook, you send them a brisket. And it might be, it just has to be heated up, whatever. But losses are times when people are frozen and don't and not able to think. And you're so, when you're frozen, you don't have energy to plan ahead. Right. So what can you do in that moment? to make life suck less. I just love that. I mean, That's probably gonna have to be our new byline. Uh, how to make life suck less. <laughs> <laughs> because truly that's what you're doing. You can't make the hurt go away. That's right. You know, right. The, the family members that I know and love and extended family in the business, their hearts have that spot right now. And I hope that they are holding it and rubbing it and remembering that those people occupied that spot, but they always will. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. You will always hear that voice in the back of your head um, or see that thing and remember them or do mm -hmm. that thing that irritated them and laugh because now they can't yell at you for it. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. I, so, so when the people in our family who have died, who used to be like the, the Weight Watcher people, not as in they went to Weight Watchers, as in they watched everyone else's weight and remarked for them out loud in front of people about their weight. Yeah, those people, I would, here's to you, and have the Snicker bar. Even if I didn't want the Snicker bar, here's to you, because I can do this now without you saying it. I love you, but you can't talk to me like that anymore, and I'm going to laugh. And it's not being I, mean, it's, it's having some fun with it. It's having some fun. You know, I, I know I've told this in one of the broadcasts, but it bears worth repeating. Uh, the first Mother's Day, which was a couple months after my mom died, I stood in front of the cards that were in, it was in Target, and I just started to sob. Now, let me say that my relationship with my mother I did not ever want to send a mushy card. I did once or twice, but mushy cards, no, because it didn't apply to hers and my relationship. Right. So I needed a little on the sarcastic, funny, snarky, loving. So as I was crying, I came up with this idea. If mom was alive, what kind of card what I said, well, it would be any of those things. So I found a funny, snarky card, and I bought four of the same. And I decided, and this is what I wrote inside, I sent one at the time to my Aunt Jackie, my Aunt Sandy, my brother, and my cousin Roz. And I said, 
mom's dead. I had to send this to somebody. And I so that. that's what I did. You know, I, even though I couldn't send it to my mom, you, you get in a pattern, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like, now what do I do? It's like, it just totally dropped, you know, another friend of mine, his wife died recently. and She was a friend and colleague of mine. What did I do? I said, I know this is a first. I just sent a text thinking of you and mm -hmm. another person in the, and I just want to use this as uh, another example, uh, uh, a colleague and friend. Mm -hmm. In the in the grief grief death and grief industry here in Champaign Urbana, died very suddenly and unexpectedly. And her, uh, I'll call him a partner in crime. I mean, this was like his best friend. This is they they were together. Her partner, and mm -hmm. I waited till after the funeral. It was private funeral and all this. I went and picked up a card and it's almost like I could hear my friend's voice go, don't send him a sympathy card. And I, it's like, it was very clear. So I wrote in the card, this was like an encouragement card. I heard her voice very clearly. Don't send you a sympathy card. This was on the approved list. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, you know, I said, just want you to know I'm thinking of you. That's all you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here. And when COVID's over, I'm zooming right over there, invading your personal space immediately. But only when you say so. Only when you say so. Right? Only when you say it's cool. But I'm going to invade the personal space because at some yeah. point we got to do that. And we got to remember and we got to laugh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, there's so many different things you can do. And, and this is the humor side. They don't all have to be sympathy cards. Sympathy cards in general suck. You know, I, I challenge anyone once COVID's over or even online, put in sympathy card and see what you come up with. You know, there's there's a huge number that will tell you that you should be thankful they're in a better place or grateful you're going to see them again. Or or isn't it nice that um, that you can use their memories to not hurt right now? Well, that's just all bullshit. Right. To be perfectly frank, because you are going to have the happy memories and you will laugh. And then you may cry the next minute if it's the first, you know, one to three months or so. Mm -hmm. Not that there's a timeline, but one to three months is generally when it stings the hardest. Who wants to get a card that tells you, I'm so glad your loved one died. God wanted them more than you did, which is essentially what the card is saying. Right? Who wants that? And it just, I, I, I walked those aisles. I went to one of those stores that's nothing but cards. I will not name the name, but everyone knows who they are. I couldn't find one. Mm -hmm. There wasn't one that said, you know, 
I am sorry that your mom died. I know you guys had a difficult relationship and that makes this a little bit harder for you. Mm -hmm. And I hope that you um, will reach out if you need to talk about it. There wasn't a card that said, um, you know what? Your best friend died and nobody noticed, but I did. And mm -hmm. losing a best friend hurts just as much as the big mm -hmm. losses and the cat. Right? They had pet mm -hmm. loss cards. Now they do. Mm -hmm. But even some of the pet loss cards referenced, you know, God wanted a cat angel. Like, when, mm -hmm. when did God go around scooping up people with a giant fishing net and deciding who got to die? That is not okay. You know, you're not being pranked. You're being perfectly Jill. I am just being <laughs> Jill. Because it's not, that's not I what know. people want to hear. You know, and sometimes yet, they want to hear the 23rd Psalm, and that's fine if that's who they are. But give them room, even in that, to not be okay. And don't tell them they're strong. Nobody wants to hear how strong you are. Because then you don't get mm -hmm. to say, it sucks and it hurts and I need to go fall apart. Mm -hmm. You can't fall apart in front of someone who tells you how strong you are and how much I admire you for being strong. You mm -hmm. can't do that. Tell them it's okay if you're not strong. I'll be strong for you if you need it. Mm -hmm. That's holding the light mm -hmm. for other people. That's holding a presence for other mm -hmm. people. And something we've done in this, in this step family forever is because there weren't step family cards. There weren't things like that. So you buy the card you want and you cross out the words. We do that for adoption cards because every yeah. adoption card on the planet is infants. Every single one, right? Most of the adoption books and they are very sweet, but they're mostly infants. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that says, we're so happy for you having a bouncy baby seven and a half year old. And, and we're sending you a Coles card so that you can go shopping to seven and a half year olds are expensive. Mm -hmm. right? There's nothing like that. Mm -hmm. I do have a few people who are in the card industry and occasionally I send them a little, you know, I was in your company store again and the grief cards suck again. Can you just, can you move out of making pretty plates and do something about that line? I make a line. Well, you know, I have two lines of cards and, mm -hmm. uh, one is called Sacred Shadows, and one is called uh, Died Laughing, D-Y-E-D. -E and usually the Died Laughing ones are, they're skeletons and in different positions and stuff like that. So, you know, you don't have to get, you can get, there's plenty of blank cards that are sort of nicer, and then you don't know what to write. So then you can say, how religious is this person? I mean, the 23rd Psalm written out or typed out and put in there, or uh, if it's a woman, a woman of valor, which is very consistent with, uh, in Judaism, it's part of, I don't know, Psalms, I think. And or even Leo Biscaglia quotes. Yes, you right? can look up quotes. All you have to do, is if you can Google it, say quotes about death, supporting quotes about support. Mm -hmm. quotes. And you'll find stuff. You will find stuff and write your own thing. And if you don't want to write it, you know what? Print it out if you have a printer 
and glue, cut it. And you can make some there. cool stuff by doing that. And it looks, and exactly. actually you took time to do it. That says a lot to somebody. Exactly. You know, those, and, I just bought it off the rack and signed my name. Yeah. And for a loss, I have another uh, friend whose uh, husband has dementia. And then there was a problem with the medication and stuff. And as I hear her, even though she teaches about this stuff and she she's part of the medical community, you know, it's just hard. And sometimes just saying, I know this is hard. I got no words. There Love needs to that. be a dementia line. In fact, in the dementia communities that I'm in, because for those who don't know, I do a lot of work in dementia. I do a lot of speaking in dementia and I run a dementia support group, which anyone is welcome to on the third Saturday of the month at 10 in the morning. But the dementia community is very isolated. And right now they're even more isolated. And mm -hmm. frequently they're criticized by outsiders who are not the caregivers. Mm -hmm. And they could absolutely use something that says, you know, this really does suck. I wish I could lighten the load, but right now COVID won't let me. Um, right. Here's some cards from McDonald's because everyone needs some junk food when when life is hard. And, you know, salt works, just not too much. That's right? right. That's right. That's that right. That kind of thing. And, and when someone dies of dementia, that's a whole different loss because they've been lost bit by bit by bit by little tiny scissors throughout mm -hmm. the illness, no matter how long the illness was. Mm -hmm. You know, with my second wife, it was three and a half years. With other people, it's 15 or 20. Someone was even polling in the Louis Body Dementia Group the other day. How long? And mm -hmm. it was. It was a range. But everyone that talked about the death and the end and the after said, I didn't want to hear most of the words in those cards. I wanted to hear, you had so many losses already. And it's okay that you're relieved. And it's okay that you're mad that dementia did this to your family. Mm -hmm. And uh, as soon as this is all over, we're going to go grab a cup of coffee and you can tell me all about it. Mm -hmm. What more does anyone need to hear? Right. Right. Sometimes people just need not the obvious as advice giving, but just the obvious of this sucks. I recognize it. I recognize how hard this is. I don't know how you feel. <laughs> That's the other. We need a sympathy card that says, I'm not going to say I know how you feel. I'm going to say, I know this sucks and I'm here. And what more do you need? <laughs> exactly. Sometimes for some people, like some Facebook friends. Mm -hmm. I, um, I, I leave my phone number cause I don't, I, you know, they already have their major, but I reach out, you know, mm -hmm. every so often there are many, uh, good books. I don't know if Jill, if you've written one, but that just talk about not the phases I cringe every time I know stages, no phases. We don't do no, those. No, but they do sort of take you through what you can expect over a year. 
And one of them, uh, Granger Westberg, I think mm -hmm. is his name. It's a little book I send out. We, we just buy them by the tens here. Yeah. And I just send it out just for some ideas. And then, you know, I may or may not include my book uh, or Jill's book or whatever, but. Child Grief UK just came out with three books you can download. Oh. And you don't have to be in the UK. Can you and put those links? Below? I will. I'll put them up this afternoon. Um, because England has really taken, or the UK has taken on child grief a lot, um, okay. in part because of the support of the, the two princes who lost their beloved mama okay. when they were young. And they are the folks who have supported them all along. Um, and there's two for kids and there's one for adults. Oh, lovely. And I would definitely do that as a go-to. I'd do that if I were a teacher too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have a workbook that helps people work through the process during that time. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, there's there's some really excellent books already written, and I would definitely go to those, mm -hmm. like the ones you mentioned, because it is that time is hard, and there's a lot to expect, and there's a lot you don't know because you know we need that um, what to expect in grief that nobody ever told you. Yeah, what. It's it's sort of like what happens? it's like when nobody talks about puberty and all of a sudden you go, what is that? Right. You know, or what are those? You know, when and in grief, you turn around and look for that best friend and they're nowhere to be found because you're not doing it their way or good God, this is expensive. Or I thought Stop they prepaid. Who told me about opening and closings? Or, you know, I didn't know there were rented ministers who never talked to you before the service. That wasn't what I wanted. Mm -hmm. oh. Right? Or I, I thought I was doing well and all of a sudden I'm crying again. In the produce section. Over right? the oranges. Yes. Always frozen peas for me. Always. Coffee. I just get in that aisle and I... Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, also that you can smile while you're grieving. If you have lost a child, you can still have another child, not be replacing that child. Remember the child who died and bring another life into the world. And it's nobody's business but yours, right? You can do that. This is your grief process. Mm -hmm. and, and we need to make that clear. If anybody has any questions after this broadcast, please write them here. Remember to go to Humor, Grace, and Grief, the one with the palm trees, not the volcano. And, this one. Uh, See the palm trees? Yay! Oh, the palm trees. Yes. Yes. And uh, I know I'll be sharing this on my page after. And make the, sure you uh, follow us. Yeah. If you want to know when we are coming on again, because it's every Friday, but, you know, weeks get busy. They do. And Come along with us on Friday and we'll send, you'll get a notice if you follow us. Yes. And uh, think of this week as you go forth. How can you make life suck just a little less? <laughs> here's, my first, <laughs> here's my first suggestion. Go to YouTube and play Aloha Friday. It will set your, your day absolutely oh. in the right direction. Have you heard that one? 
No, I haven't. Oh yeah, it's a classic in Hawaii and it's on YouTube and it's a lot of fun. And you'll learn some some Hawaiian language in it too, but it's just a happy tune and it just says it's Friday. We're all done. We're all done. Right, hey, Jill. Speaking of being done, thank you. Thanks, Thanks for another week. week. Absolutely. We'll see you on the other side next week. Our hearts and thoughts are out with everybody in Boulder and Atlanta, as always. Much love. Yes. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone.